You can go ahead about your dentist appointment. Yeah. You know, I'm walking it back to the dentist appointment. You didn't know I was going there, but here we are. Okay. When you were saying that, I was like, what? <laughs> That's how all my this? stories go. Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who love thrifting and have been reselling online for the past few years. We are sharing all of our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress each week with brand new episodes every Tuesday. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week, we are doing a dedicated Q&A episode. So we've gotten some questions recently that we wanted to just answer a bunch of them all at once. Yes. If you ever have questions, always our DMs on Instagram are always open at Posh. Otherwise, our email, scissorsuposh at gmail.com. So we got a few questions there, and we're going to go over all the answers today. <laughs> yes. But before we get into all of that, what's going on this week? Yeah, this last week, I've been meeting up kind of more consistently with some of my reseller friends here in Phoenix, which has been really fun. The last like couple of weeks, about like once a week, we've been like getting together for lunch or going to yeah. Last Chance or whatever it might be. Uh, we have big plans to maybe go to the bins coming up here. So that'll be really fun. And... Um, the other day when we went to lunch, it happened to be like right next door to this, uh, arcade bar. And so we stopped by there afterwards. It was like so much fun. We were like playing pinball and yeah, got to check out a new part of town. And it's just really fun getting together with people that do the same thing that I'm doing. Cause it's like, they just get it. We have so much to talk about and yeah, it was, yeah. it's been really fun. So this is your sign if you're listening and you... I've been wanting to get connected with some resellers in your area. Definitely try to put some feelers out on Instagram and and get a little network going because it's been really fun to have have a crew. Definitely. Yeah. You've definitely inspired me to be a little more intentional about trying to meet up with people and meet some people in my area to go thrifting with or just talk about Poshmark related stuff with. I mean, obviously. We love to talk about it. So yes. we want to get some more <laughs> opinions too. Yeah. No, there's so many people that do it. It's like crazy how big reselling is. Like before we both started doing it, I feel like we didn't really understand how many resellers there really are, but they're everywhere, people. So yeah, get connected. <laughs> Definitely. What's new with you this week? So this weekend, me and Bjorn are taking a trip to Austin just for like a long weekend, staying at like a resort down there. And the plan is to like sit by the pool, read a book, do nothing else, but just kind of like relax. But I did look up, of course, if there was any thrift stores near the town we're staying in. So it's a little bit out of Austin, but wanted to see if there was any thrift stores like really close to there and there are there's a goodwill and then there's another one right in the town so it's definitely on my list to go check out I love doing that when I'm in a different city for the first time of just checking out like the thrift stores there and seeing what's going on so totally yeah I'll keep you updated on if I if I score some good finds yeah. I mean, that sounds like an amazing plan to just go be by a pool, get a little R&R. So 10 out of 10. Yeah. The weather is looking really nice. I've been watching it all week and it's supposed to be like up to the 80s. So very excited. Yeah, that'll be perfect. <laughs> yeah. I know. I've been wanting to plan like, a, I don't know, it's not too far of a drive from like California to go to like Palm Springs or San Diego or something. Yeah. I feel like that'd be such a fun like weekend vacation trip so you're kind of inspiring me oh love that. <laughs> yeah the resort is dog friendly too so originally we were gonna do like a long weekend in Miami but then I found this and it's like well then we don't have to buy the flights and our dog can come with it's like 
yeah, and Harold's in on it. Like, say no more. (laughs) Yeah. So that's how the Austin trip came to be. And I guess I have wanted to do the road trip around Texas. So that is checking off one of the boxes. I still haven't gone to Houston or San Antonio. So, yeah, I hear Austin is like, I mean, people are calling it the new LA, like it's growing fast. Yeah. So you might have to make an exception and go check out the city for like, Oh a yeah. Little bit or something. Cause yeah. I hear it's, I, that's like a really cool city with lots of fun restaurants and things to do. Definitely. Oh yeah. I'm sure we'll be back too. Won't be our only <laughs> Yes. Awesome. Well, our next segment is a newer segment. It's the love it or list it segment. So we did an episode back in February for Valentine's day, love it or list it. <laughs> talking about items that we decided to love from a thrift store or secondhand that we decided to keep for ourselves or something we decided to list and had really good success with. We are adding a category this week though. Do you want to tell them about it? (laughs) Yes. So when we were coming up with our love it or list it list or to talk about in today's episode, we realized that we have a few that we listed that are examples of items that we we were super excited to find and then we listed them but then when they sold we were so sad to see them go heartbroken so we're calling these items our heartbreakers <laughs> love it all right what do you have for us today any love it list it or heartbreakers <laughs> <laughs> yes so actually okay i didn't we didn't really have any so on the other day i had a dentist appointment in the morning and after it was done my dentist is right next door to a goodwill <laughs> so you know i had to stop by and i had just been sourcing like the last couple of days so i wasn't really planning to go sourcing but i just popped through and then i happened to find a couple things for my house that have been a little bit on our list of things we've been wanting to buy for the house anyway. So one thing we have needed for our backyard is for like your garden hose, one of those things that like winds up your hose. Mm -hmm. And we were at Home Depot the other day and we were gonna get one because we were there buying some other stuff. And they're weirdly like more expensive than you would think. So we were like, oh, like we'll figure it out. It doesn't really bother us that much just having it like hung on there. Yeah. Yeah. That's how cheap I am. But then (laughs) I was at Goodwill and I happened to walk by the perfect hose winder upper hose mobile, whatever it's called (laughs) thing. So I bought that for $5 savings of $75. (laughs) (laughs) So that was very exciting. Find. And then I was walking by the home decor and I haven't decided yet if this is going to be a love it or a list it, but I found one of those like little circular, like mini Ottoman poof kind of things. And it's like a cream with like a gray print on it. Yeah. First I was kind of thinking in our bathroom, there's like a built-in vanity section and I've been wanting like a little like stool or Ottoman for that, but I don't think it's going to quite work for that, which is why it might be a list it. But I did want to mention it in this section because it might be staying. Might Could be you put staying. it in front of like a chair somewhere? Yeah, we don't really have a chair that needs an ottoman. Like there already are, like we already have ottoman. <laughs> They've all been spoken for. Right. Yeah. Right now I have it in, in our living room that's like attached to our kitchen. It's just kind of sitting in the corner in there, which it looks pretty good in there, but our rug is also kind of gray and white and there's kind of a lot of gray and white on gray and white on gray and white then, which I don't know if was what I'm trying to do, but it does look kind of cute. So it might be staying for a while. I might put it on Facebook marketplace, see what happens, but either way it was only $5. So I'm pretty happy that, that I found it because it's like great condition. Yeah. Nice. And I was checking Facebook marketplace once I decided it might be in the listed category and People have some of them marked for like more than you'd think for one of those little poof Ottomans, like $95 people had them listed at. So I need to do a little research on mine and find out more details, but I was hoping to get like 30 bucks for it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So stay tuned about that one. Do you have any to share? 
Yes, I haven't gone thrifting super recently, so mine are a little older, but I don't think I've talked about these ones before specifically. Yeah, so I have this Levi's jean shirt that's like a men's button down size, like extra large, so it's like oversized. And I think I got it at the bins or actually I got it at the Salvation Army. And it, it was very worn. Like it had, this is kind of gross. It had like a yellow stain around the neck. Like this guy was working in this shirt. <laughs> but I just was just blue like, collar America. Just yeah. getting, you working for the union. Yeah, exactly. So some guys. Roseanne vibes. Yeah. So yeah, originally I listed it with the kind of yellow collar and it was kind of like not doing as well as I thought it would, I think because of that reason. So then I oxy cleaned it and it really like came out. I mean, it kind of bleached it a little bit on the collar, but I mean, a little white compared to yellow is way better. Yeah, much preferred. <laughs> and yeah, then like last fall, I started wearing it a lot because it would just be like, perfect for over like leggings and a t-shirt I remember I wore it like hiking and like some other things and yeah then I just decided to keep it and <laughs> took it up the listing town because it wasn't selling anyway and I was wearing it like every week so that's been like a staple in my closet I think if I ever no I kind of like that it's worn I was gonna say if I ever found one that was in better condition maybe I'd get rid of it but I kind of like that it's kind of like run down <laughs> A little bit. Of a Hard to get that perfect worn in look when it's like new. Yeah, you know? exactly. So that's been a favorite of mine that I got for very cheap. And then I had like a heartbreaker turned love it situation in February. So if you recall, I ran that sale. Basically, the sale was only for like one day and it was on like the Super Bowl day around like Valentine's Day. And it, it went really well. I sold a lot of things, but someone made a bundle. And like, if you're listening, sorry, <laughs> I'm coming clean. <laughs> someone made a bundle of a bunch oh, no. of things. <laughs> and this one dress was in it that I've, I've worn a couple times this summer, this past summer that I've really liked. But it's kind of like, it, I don't know. It's kind of bold bold for me so it's like you can't wear it like every week you know what I mean it's not like a staple item so I still had it listed even though I really liked it but then she had it in the bundle and was asking about the price <laughs> so I changed it to not for sale because <laughs> I got nervous I was like I still want it like I was thinking like oh for this summer I'd love to wear it again yeah it's just like a little sundress so I decided to love it Almost was heartbroken by it selling, but I decided to keep it, which I'm feeling really good about. The real question would have been if she would have been like, I'll give you full price or something if I would have changed my mind, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, that could be a top secret posh tip down the line. Just kidding. Oh. Actually, okay. This is like such a tangent, but I was listening to the Thrifter Sisters podcast recently another yeah. reselling podcast yeah and they had a really good top secret posh tip that I kind of want us to try because it's just so interesting where if someone likes an if an item's getting a lot of interest in your closet and no one's pulling the trigger you know how now if someone makes an offer everyone that's liked it will get a notification <laughs> make like, an offer on your own that we would make an offer on each other's oh my oh, gosh oh. I love that idea because then we like won't actually accept it you know it's so, like no one's gonna be out the cash but sorry can you explain it better for everyone I, I jumped yeah in. okay so what they're saying is and like okay I don't know like I don't know if we should actually do this or not but like what you would do but I kind of want to try it okay but what you would do is you have an item in your closet it has a lot of likes but no one's buying it oh yeah bummer so you want to get a little interest there. going. You want to get a little sense of urgency going. So I give ring-a-ling-a-ling you a phone call, Maddie. And I'm like, hey, will you put in an offer on these a Goldie jeans? Because like they're getting a lot of likes, but no one's buying them. So then you go into your Poshmark, find the Goldie jeans in my closet, send me an offer for them. I don't accept the offer. I just leave it pending there. But a little yeah. message gets sent out to all of those people that have liked the item in the past. And... 
they're like, crap, there's an offer. Like there's a new offer on these jeans I've been eyeing for months. Oh, I should have took her up on it when she said we had great closet clear out deal a few weeks ago. And then <laughs> one of them rushes to make me a competing offer and then I could accept that. Yeah, that's an excellent idea. I feel like especially <laughs> on like a Friday, if you already are sending out like good offers and then like I send you an offer, you know, for whatever. Yeah five bucks and yeah <laughs> i'm this is like crazy that like i really want to see if that that is work. pretty strategic yeah I, I yeah i would love to see if it actually works i mean i've never i've never had it where like i've had multiple offers on the same item so like you know what i mean? I had one kind of recently like okay normally i agree like that doesn't happen that much <laughs> Yeah. where I like noticed someone buying the same item right after I got like a different offer on it. But it ha did happen recently. Oh, I wish I could remember which exact item it was, but where I like woke up in the morning and I was like scrolling through my notifications and I scrolled like all the way to the bottom first and then was like scrolling back up. And I saw I got an offer on something and I'm like glad I didn't just like go in and accept it because that's like normally what I would do. I don't know why I kept scrolling up and then a little bit higher I had an offer on the same item so I think that did happen mm. where someone because it was like within 10 minutes of each other interesting see I'm almost worried though that someone getting a message being like there's another offer on the item because like when I get that sometimes on things that I like to me it's like oh well that item sold like you know yeah I'm like out of the running but well, maybe other people have a different mindset and they're like, I got to get in on this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we should test it out. That's hilarious. That's like so fascinating. I can't believe we haven't thought of this before. This is genius. Yeah. <laughs> but so if you have a posh bestie that could do you a solid, maybe think about it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Back to love it or list it. <laughs> do you have any others to share today? Well, I had one heartbreaker and this is not a close call like your heartbreaker. This is something I'm still coming to you terms with. You just have with. to live with. I'm still coming to terms with it. So a few months back, a few months back, dead of winter. So I find these Steve Madden sandals. Okay. That... It's not even that cold there in the winter. So <laughs> you saying that as the setup is really misleading. I'm cold blooded now though. So okay. I was, sandals weren't on my brain. You, know? you were wearing those sweaters that you need in your closet. Yeah. I was trying to get through my sweaters. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, I find these chunky nineties sandals by Steve Madden. They're black leather kind of a platform sandal with that kind of like almost like a moto boot kind of like grip to them looking at the bottom if that makes mm, sense yep me not knowing the right keywords but anyway so I find it at the bins they're my size size seven and I bring them home I was excited to find them at the bins because they were like very like 90s early 2000s kind of style and I like take the pictures, list them. And then I think during one of my sales where I was having a name your own price sale, I sold them. And when I was packing them up, I was kind of like, I think I sold them for less than I was thinking I would get for them. I had a marked pretty high because when I was checking the comps, people were willing to pay a lot for them. Yeah. And during the name your own price sale, I'm like, someone sent me an offer, was reasonable. I literally paid like not that much for them at the bin. So I accepted. And then I was, even when I was shipping them, I was like, oh, these are really cute and they are my size and they are so cool. But anyway, I shipped them on out and now it's like, I'm being served all this like Instagram ads and content and like TikToks and reels of people putting together these super cute outfits that have these kind of chunky sandals in them. And now I'm freaking kicking myself. You live and learn. You're a heartbreaker. Dreambreaker. <laughs> okay, don't you already have sandals like that though? Or no? These were not this cooler. These are cooler. In retrospect, I should have listed one of my own sandals that, I, that are now <laughs> not as cool. Got it. <laughs> like, I'll send you a picture of these, Maddie. You're gonna die. From the bins <clears throat> in my size. Mint condition, kind of. Yeah, Bins's those are pretty condition. cool. Yeah. So I see the vision. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been 
really cool. That's always the worst. Like, you know, when you find something in your size and then you list it and you're like, oh, I'll wear it until it sells. And then it sells kind of quicker than you. (laughs) So that's the end of this love it or list it segment. Glad we brought it back again. I bet you thought we forgot about it, but we'll always keep you guys updated when we find great items secondhand. And if we decide to keep them or if we're just excited to list them or if they turn into a tragic love story gone wrong. (laughs) Yes. All right, that gets us to our main segment today, which is a full Q&A. So we have some questions that we've received on Instagram that we're going to discuss. Yes. So the first question we received says, hi, do you guys have suggestions for how to sell clothes that are unbranded or not very popular? I would love to sell some stuff in my closet from unknown brands, but not gaining any traction on Poshmark crying Mm. face we've definitely Mm. been there (laughs) yeah this question like makes me instantly think of like anything from my own personal closet (laughs) because like all of my clothes are like target kohl's like yeah or just like amazon or something where like not knocking any of those obviously that's all i wear but like they don't have a great resale value or like the brand is like a random brand from Kohl's that like maybe they don't even make anymore. And it's like, nobody's like following this brand, you know? Yeah. So I totally get that. And I think like a big part of just selling unbranded items is just really doing the most you can of like describing the item as much as possible, like really taking the time in the description since you don't have that brand kind of helping you in the search. So really describing the neckline, the sleeves, you know, the colors, pattern, whatever you can to help bring traction to that item. Since you don't have the brand helping you, I think is going to be your best bet. For sure. I also think like if you can take modeling photos for it and kind of show how it looks all styled up that can kind of help sell an item that doesn't have a recognizable brand. Cause unfortunately a lot of times on like Poshmark, Mercari, eBay, anything like that, like the brand really does help buyers. Like that's one of the main things people are searching for a lot of the time. So like Maddie was saying, without that, you got to get a little creative of how you're going to get people to find it, but it's not impossible. Like I feel like we've both been selling a little bit more vintage over the last yeah. few months. And a lot of that, it's like the brands aren't anything that has like a large audience searching for it. So then you're really depending on the style and how you're going to get people to be excited about it based on that. And I think the keywords, like you said, and then the modeling are big things. And then the other thing would be, I feel like some of those items, if they don't have a brand, and you think that they could be considered vintage, which vintage just has to be anything that's over 20 years old, which is anything before 2002 right now. So that's like not even that long ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you can use the word vintage in it, I feel like that can kind of sub in for a brand Yeah. title. And then people would be searching for that. Otherwise, like I feel like modeling picks or things without a brand, maybe try putting them even over on Depop because I feel like over on Depop, it's a lot more about the style over everything else. Um, right. So maybe try that out. And consider in the description too, like saying like the occasion you'd wear it, if it's like a beach item, vacation, yes, formal. Wedding guest. And like you were saying with the vintage tag, you could put like Y2K or 70s or something like yeah. that. To help show the style, to help bring people in too. And even using the style tags like on Poshmark, I'm still not great about using those every time. But if it's an item like that, any little extra thing you could do to make people be able to find it would help. Definitely. So we've seen people in this situation like put brands that are like similar to the item. So say it's like, a boho top and they say like 
it's kind of like free people or something like that in the description. So then if someone types in free people, your shirt will pop up. We don't, don't do this. really <laughs> recommend that at all because, I mean, my worry with that is like them misinterpreting that it's a free people shirt and then opening a case against me. And like, you know, it doesn't really matter yeah. who's right or wrong, but having to somehow get that item back after I sold it would just be like so annoying or just knowing yeah. that they were disappointed, like thinking it was free people and it was, you know, no brand or something. So I wouldn't recommend doing that. I, I don't think that's best practice to include brands that it's not. The only caveat with that is if it's like a true dupe of a really specific style of a brand. So I've had um, the like the free people Dolman jacket, the like quilted, the quilted. jacket is super yes. popular. And it's like really well known you told me this. I'm acting like I know all this, but <laughs> <laughs> I have one of the forever 21 knockoff ones. Yeah. So I found one of the forever 21 knockoffs and in my description, I obviously say like forever 21 jacket, whatever. But then in the, in the body of the description, I said something like it's a dupe of the free people Dolman jacket. Yeah. Because it's and for like that specific jacket. It's like a known thing that that's like, right. You know, so if you're in a situation like that, where it's like, it's exactly like another item and you know that style name of that item i think that would be okay especially if you included the word dupe and you know like we're really clear that this is not the brand it is but just listing brands that it's kind of like yeah really some people take that like that. really far where it's like almost the entire description is probably like 30 different brands yeah, I think it's like in line with the style of that is like so not good to do. And I think that's actually even against like Poshmark's policy. So you could get your listings taken down and get in trouble mm. if you continue like misrepresenting what brand things are <laughs> in your description. Right. Yeah. Well, and I mean, thinking about it too, like if say you're like searching on Poshmark and you type in like free people, you know, shirt. And like all these shirts come up that are not free people. Like I, if I, as a buyer, if I wasn't super familiar with Poshmark, I feel like I would just get annoyed and like get off the app and like, you know, look yeah. somewhere else. <laughs> what I see a lot of the time too with that is like a lot of resellers source for things like online on Poshmark or on Mercari yeah. or something like that. And like, they get so mad when they are like, they're searching for like, you know, stuff they could resell. And then they find all these items that just have all these different brands in the description that aren't valuable. That they have to like sort as... through. Yeah. They're like, this shouldn't be allowed. Like Poshmark. Yeah. This. <laughs> yeah. So if you're going to include a different brand in the description, it's really got to be for a really specific reason. If it's a dupe of that exact item, I would say just to be yeah. clear. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In general, yeah. don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's totally possible, though, to sell unbranded items. I mean, we've sold a lot of them and just really, you know, taking the time with those descriptions and the modeling has really been the biggest difference, I would say, in getting those items sold. Awesome. Well, the next question we received is what are the current styles and trends that we should be on the lookout for as the seasons shift? So that's a great question. I mean, we are right at the beginning of April here. I feel like everywhere in the country is experiencing a different season right now. Like back home in Wisconsin, they're getting snow all the time. In Austin, yeah. it's going to be 80 this weekend. So <laughs> for all different climates, that's yeah. one thing. That's for sure. <laughs> Wisconsin, maybe sometimes all in the same week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for some categories and styles that we're looking for right now I think the biggest category would be things that are like more suitable for like spring and summer a lot more of those items especially like when it comes to like dresses or sandals swim I feel like all of those this is like the time to be sourcing those categories for dresses some of the styles that we're looking for is I still think they're like midi length dresses is like the most popular length because yeah uh there's more casual ones but there's also they can be dressed up pretty easily for like a wedding or 
any like summer date night event, uh, vacation. Um, I feel like that's still popular and it has been the last couple of years, but still this summer. And I think anything that has like that square kind of neckline is cool still. <laughs> Definitely. I saw this on Instagram and it was the, the style of like maximal or being like, Oh, like bright colors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like print on print and really like bright. vibrant. And I feel like that is going to be popular. <laughs> That's my yeah. report of this. It's like, like we're over winter. We're over the boring and you see so many, like the bright greens, bright pink, bright lilac. Yeah. purple. Yeah, for sure. So I think just like really bold pieces, um, or something I'm going to personally be looking for, like different tops and dresses and things like that. Yeah, the main trend prevailing right now, you've seen it everywhere, definitely like Y2K stuff. Yeah. Anything, Maddie's like anything with butterflies all over it, anything <laughs> colorful. Um, Baggy jeans. Kind of, yes, like the halter kind of necklines with a little yeah. ring kind of thing. Um if you would have worn it or if it would have been and limited to when you were, when we were growing up, buy it. <laughs> if Lizzie McGuire would have worn it, definitely buy it. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so yeah, one trend is like the micro mini skirts. You know, we don't endorse a skirt purchase <laughs> ever, but yeah. something to consider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be an interesting summer. We were saying too, I mean, it seems like there's a lot of weddings this summer, a lot of events. So I feel like people will be shopping really for, you know, these bold kind of one-time specific outfits that they'll be yes. wanting to wear. So definitely want to stock up on some looks. Yes. All right. Then we had a couple questions related to the bins. So we'll group these together. So the first question was just, okay, remind me what are the bins? Glad you asked. <laughs> the bins can't be put into words, to be honest. But if we were to try, they are the Goodwill outlet centers. So Basically, after things that have been on sale at the regular Goodwill stores, or if there's like excess stuff that Goodwill can't get through at all, they'll ship them to these other locations that are specifically like clearance centers, where instead of having all the clothes hung up on a rack, like a normal store, the shopping yeah. is all done in these like large, like six foot by 10 foot rolling bins. Um, and everything is priced per pound, but nothing's hung up. You got to dig your elbow deep and it's yeah. all mixed too. So it's like men's bedding, kids, women's, it could be anything in that bin. Haunted looking dolls. <laughs> yes. We did a full episode all about our first impressions of the bins, um, early on in the podcast. So you can find that we talk more in detail about it there, but yeah, basically you can get a really good deal, but it's a, it's a mix. <laughs> yes. And later this week, Taylor and Macy are coming to Texas and we will be going to the Fort Worth and Dallas bins while they're here. So I'm sure in our next episode, we'll be talking even more about the bins specifically. Yes. So when we first went to the bins, we were kind of like, I mean, the bins can be intimidating your first couple times you go, but this last few months I've been, I've been going more regularly and you do get over that. And I do like going to the bins. So I am really excited to check out the Dallas bins now too. See what, see what they have going on. Definitely. And then our other question about the bins was how many items do you typically pick up when you go to the bins? So I, I can start. I haven't really been that many times. I've only gone to the Fort Worth bins once. And then all, all my other times at the bins have been with you guys in Phoenix. But I think I average about 20 items every time, even if I go with you guys, you know, we all get like a kind of bigger chunk of items 
Yeah, I feel like whenever I go, it's like you can always get a cart full one way or another if you right. want to. And if anything, we're just trying to learn to be more selective. Yeah. All right. We also got a question perfectly timely with the season, but what were our top categories from last summer and goals for this summer category wise? Yes. So we took a look at our results from last summer and my top category far and away from the rest was the tops, <laughs> which I was not that surprised by. I, I'm fine with that. I think I want it to be a little bit more of a true mix this summer, I think would be my goal. I do like selling the tops and, but I think I can do better with the dresses this summer specifically. It's not one of my favorite categories to look for, but the dresses I did get last summer, like I had pretty good luck with. So that's something I want to improve on, but also keep getting those tops. <laughs> if it's working, it's working. <laughs> My top category last summer was dresses. Yeah. So I'm, I want to continue that this summer. That's like fun. I, on the opposite side, like love sourcing dresses. <laughs> I love looking through the rack at Goodwill of dresses. Um, and right now the Goodwills here still have that 25% off deal going on. So I've been trying to yeah. load up. Uh, yeah. So that's been really my main focus with sourcing because coming out of winter, I wasn't sourcing as many dresses. So that's been new for spring and summer again. But then like the classics, like I feel like I still sell jeans like year yeah. round typically. And yeah, tops are a big category for me too. And yeah, you always kind of inspire me because you always do such a good job of checking the tops. That's always like the last category I look for at <laughs> like the thrift store. But you yeah, know, what's I, your, what's your kind of, where am I beelining to when I yeah. enter the thrift store? Yeah. Um, lately agenda? I've been checking. Okay. Lately, well, this is new for this year, but lately I've been checking, I, I always check dresses like pretty quickly when I get there. But lately I've been checking by the purses and the shoes just because if you can find a good brand, like the Goodwills mm -hmm. here don't seem to have a marked up much. And I'm finding those accessories that are like higher end brands sell pretty fast. And as long as they're in good condition, when you buy them there, like I've been finding shoes for like five or $6 and some of them have been selling for like over 70. So wow. Yeah, especially like sandals now and like more like event kind of heels. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that has been something that I didn't do last summer that I have been trying to do this summer and that's been working. Another thing I like about the accessories is the photography is so easy. You know, like I haven't even been really using stock photos for them because like I feel like my rug set up. Yeah. It's really easy to just have a pile of shoes by me and I can knock out a bunch of photos pretty quickly and get them listed faster than it would take me to like model or even like take the hanging photos and find stock photos and all that. So yeah, I've been liking the accessories lately, but I love dresses. Dresses is still probably like my number one. I always look at jeans. Yeah. And then I've been kind of just looking at the tops, like as I head to the cash register or if I'm like having a really good day and I'm like in the mood to keep shopping, but I like selling tops, but it's like sometimes I don't know, like the brands I can find at the thrift store here, it's like, I feel like you can't get quite as much money for like one thing as you can for right. like a dress or a pair of shoes. Like those things just cost, yeah. people pay more for. So that's what I've been trying to focus more on. Yeah. My rotation has been like, look at the activewear tops quickly on the way in just to see if there's any outdoor voices. Uh <laughs> sports bra tops which there usually is and then jeans every single jean they have yeah and pants and then i look at their like sweatshirt section to see if there's any patagonias <laughs> and then and then i'd say i look at the tops and then kind of the other way around if i'm like still not fatigued then i'll look at the dresses or like I'll look at the dresses a little bit while I'm looking at the tops, like they're that's kind of so by each other. Funny. But that's like last, especially it's like such a bad mindset, but like the really long dresses, 
maxi yeah. dresses. I hate looking at those because they're so high up and then your arms instantly hurt. And oh, it's like, especially at Play-Dohs. Yeah, they, they're, I hate looking at those too, but you got to do it because that's where the good stuff is. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I always never look at the activewear and I really need to because that's like one category that I feel like also can sell for a lot and that I'm like neglecting. And yeah, that is seriously like my last resort. Like I would look at that after I look at the tops, like I would look at the skirts before it. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I like purses, shoes, never looked at it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Huh. We need I to mean, challenge each other. We both need to branch out. <laughs> yeah. I think when we're together, we need to like do each other's itinerary. <laughs> like, yeah. For real. <laughs> see what we find. Yeah. Seriously. Awesome. Then Another question we received is how many current active listings you have and what is your current goal for active listings? Mm. Well, this one makes me laugh a little bit because when we were doing our goal setting for April and I was riding high after winning the hard and hustle <laughs> grant. Yeah. Like, what do you think is realistic? Like, do you think the highest my closet has ever been for active listings is 600, like 10 listings or something. And I've been wanting to increase it more. So I was like, do you think I could get to like, probably a good, good goal would be like 750 by the end of the month. And you're like, that seems like a lot. Yeah, <laughs> Always having someone impossible. that keeps you in check. <laughs> but right now I'm at 525. Um, yeah. But I've been doing 10 a day. So that's been helping. But I've also been selling. So yeah, that's like the tough part. It's like, even when you feel like you're listing a lot with the selling, got to do so much to get that increase. Yeah. But typically I'm landing around 500 the last probably like six months. Nice. And I would like to be more at 750, but we'll see how I can get there. Yeah. <laughs> what about Love you? It. So mine right now is at 234. And I think at the beginning, I don't know if this is off, but I feel like at the beginning of the year, it was close to like 300. <laughs> Yeah, you got been, it up there for a while. It was pretty high for me. And it's been slowly dwindling down because I haven't been sourcing at all. So I think my goal, like, you know, it's going to take a while to get there. But I think if I had a closet that was like 400 items, like, yeah, regularly, that would be a good spot for me. I feel like getting to 300, I could, you know, start to see a little bit of a difference. And just, you know, having those regular sourcing trips again, I know I can get it, get it back up. Yeah. But I think mine is typically around like 250. Mm -hmm. So that's what mine is normally at, I'd say. Yeah. So we have big goals for the rest of the year. We want to get those numbers up. Yes. But it's a matter of how you store it all. So we're figuring that out. <laughs> True. Gotta get more bins. I was thinking that too, because it's like really my inventory system can hold like 550 before it starts getting really weird. A problem. So <laughs> I think I will have to address that if I do want to increase up to the 700. It's like I'm going to need a new area to put some stuff. Well, if you keep sourcing like shoes and bags that are smaller than winter coats, I mean, I'm going to show you a picture of my shoe storage right now. It's too shameful to show the listeners, but it's okay. bad. <laughs> There's no more room. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the age-old question of where to put the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I was brainstorming on it earlier because I think that's one thing I do want to do is get, like, I really like how Recloth Collection has one of those, like, cube yeah. um, organizers. So I would like to have – I think that would – be good if I could get some more of those cubes right now I have six cubes but they're just like on top of my closet so if right I get, like a few more would you want to add more to your posh room or would you move it to like the garage or what are you thinking I know that's what I got to figure out because I would like to keep it all in the posh room yeah. if possible because it's like I already have the guest bedroom closet section going on <laughs> and I don't really want to be in three spots again yeah um, trying to find so I was kind of playing around. I think I found a spot where I could put one of those like eight cube kind of organizer things hmm. in my posh room. If I do some, a little bit of a remodel, rearrange, not remodel. Very so cool. 
yeah, but that's the name of the game. If we're going to get our listings up, then we got to figure that that side of it out. But definitely. The last question we received was about how we go about splitting up the responsibilities when it comes to the podcast. Yeah. So we do like a brainstorming session every quarter, I would say, of thinking of episode ideas or just things we want to change or incorporate into the podcast, which obviously we're both a part of. And I'd say that's like an afternoon session, which is always really fun because it kind of reinvigorates us on the podcast where we're like feeling like we're out of ideas for topics. And, and, you know, we think of a whole new list or ask the listeners for ideas and they always come up with good ones. So that's always really fun. And then the other big task for the podcast is the editing, which we take turns on. Yeah. So we typically obviously record or release new episodes every Tuesday. So like during a typical month, we record usually once a week together and then we each take turns with the editing. So like we usually go every other. So it kind of breaks down nicely where we each only end up having to edit like two episodes per month, but that way we're still able to keep putting new episodes up. Yeah. And it's always fun to listen to the final product of the ones that you edit because I'm like already forgot what we talked about. So true. Like it's on the off episodes where you didn't just listen to it. It's like, Oh my gosh. Like, like listening to any other podcast I follow at that point where it's like, oh, right. brand new content here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and especially when we were getting, uh, during the spring, we were trying to get ahead on episodes because uh, we were just both a little bit more busy. So we like had banked a few episodes. It's like when those are coming out, we were like, I don't remember what we talked about at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's brand new. It is crazy when you record a podcast, like it feels just like a conversation. So it's like, you don't really remember everything you say. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But yeah, we split. Yeah. The editing up, like Maddie said, with the brainstorming sessions, I would say we're just about on the verge of having another brainstorming session. So if you have (laughs) any episode ideas, definitely hit us up. We're always open ears to some ideas of what we could talk about, but yeah, the podcast is really fun for us to do together. It's like a fun creative project. Definitely. Another aspect is the Sisters Uposh Instagram, which I think is a goal for us in 2022 is to be more active on there. <laughs> I think we said that in the the, the episode. Yeah. So we haven't been, you've really taken the lead on that. And I know we both could be, more active on the Instagram account. Um, Yeah. Well, our issue with our Instagram account is like we record remotely from each other. So like we don't have a lot of opportunities to like take pictures together. And I feel like we've had our Instagram for like a couple of years now on there. We are out of like photos that are like stuff we'd want to post like to promo the podcast. So we got to get creative about how we're going to handle that. And, you know, every time we do see each other, we try to take a few more pictures that we can use and also just, I don't know, get creative with, like we did Q and A's in the past where like we both record videos and then we just kind of like compile them going back and forth and doing more stuff like that. So it's like still both of us, but, and it's not as obvious that it's like, we're not by each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we don't. Christmas. We don't do like a Zoom call or anything like that when we record. And no. honestly, when we recorded last in person, it's kind of awkward. Like, <laughs> I'm just so we're used like to being alone. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we even started the podcast, we've we're about, we've always been such like phone call with yeah. each other people. Like we talk on the phone so much. So this just feels like an extension of that. I think we even tried FaceTiming once, and it was just like this isn't necessary. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> it made the timing like more awkward than if we were just like, couldn't see each other, but yeah. we could start doing that. So then we can take a picture for the episodes too. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember when we were deciding to start our podcast and 
but before it was going to be about reselling, we were just like trying to figure out what we could talk about. But yeah. our original podcast title. Yeah, it was <laughs> Sorry My Phone Died. <laughs> yeah, our podcast was going to be called Sorry My Phone Died because we always talk on the phone and then one of our phones always dies, mainly mine. But <laughs> and then sometimes they call you back in a little bit. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> yeah. So maybe in the future we can just do random episodes that are like not about reselling and it's just kind of us talking about a random topic and those can be called sorry my phone died yeah, <laughs> as an homage our spin-off show <laughs> yes still love under it. the sister suposh umbrella yes <laughs> yes also we this is very premature but we are wanting to do sister suposh merch yes coming up here this summer so that'll be another to do for the podcast tasks of how that's all going to work between the two of us but yeah we have a few different projects for the future that we want to talk about so I know when we're together next week we're definitely going to have to have a little bit of a planning meeting about how yes. we can make some dreams come true yes definitely but yeah we're really excited about the merch because we Maddie um and Macy for my birthday got us all sisters who wash sweatshirts and I love wearing mine. So we need more merch. I know. Even just for ourselves. I know. They're like the employee shirts for us. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Awesome. Well, that was all of our questions that we wanted to go over for today's episode. We'll have to do another Q&A down the line because these are really fun and allow us to cover a lot of ground. Yeah, Definitely. So if you liked today's episode, feel free to head over to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, write us a review. We absolutely love reading those. They totally make our day and they help other listeners find our podcast too. Yay. And if you have any questions or feedback or want to get a hold of us for any reason, you can DM us on Instagram, give us a follow at Sisters Who Posh. Otherwise, you can always email us at our email, sisterswhoposh at gmail.com. We'll be back next Tuesday with a brand new episode. It'll be an in-person episode, which will be really exciting. And lots of updates, I'm sure, from our trip. So talk to you next week. Love you, Tay. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. Levi or Levi's? I keep saying Levi's and that seems weird. I think it's Levi's. Okay. Apostrophe S. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't think it's Levi. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's Levy? Chevy to Levy? <laughs>